Shalom to all. Today's daf is Sogadav Chav Ches, and we are starting the second line from the top, the second word on the line. And today's daf is sponsored Leilu Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Biyakiv, Meisha. Her neshama should have an aliyah. And we're in the middle of talking about how Rabbi Lezer would never say halacha that he did not hear from his Rebbe. And we have a story about this. Tan Rabbanon, Maaseh Rabbi Lezer. There's a story with Rabbi Lezer. Shabbos Begal Ha'Elyon. He spent Shabbos in the Upper Gehali. Vishalu Shleishem Halachas Behelchas Sukkah, and they asked him thirty halachas about Sukkah. Shnei Masay Amar Lahem Shemati. About twelve of them, he said, I heard from my Rebbe, and he gave him the answer. Shmainas Amar Lahem Shemati. About 18 of them, he said, I did not hear from my Rebbe, and therefore he didn't give them the answer. Now, Rabbi Yassi, Rebbe Hudaimer, he says, Chilfat Varmu is the other way around. About 18 of them, he said, I heard from my Rebbe, and about 12 of them, he said, I did not hear. Now, Amrulai, they asked him, Everything you say is only from your Rebbe? You never said any halacha that you realized and you decided and you learned on your own? Amrulahem, he told him, he's Kaktuni, Laimer, Davar, Shalai, Shemati, Pinir, Now you force me to say something I've never heard from my Rebbe. And now he's going to tell them, about his anhagas, how he leads his life. He told them, In all my days, meaning no one ever came before me to the base Majish, I was always the first one. I never slept in the base Majish, not a little nap and not a long sleep. And I never left anyone in the base Majish and walked out, meaning I was always the last one in the base Majish. And I never was involved in idle chatter. And I never said something that I did not hear from my Rebbe. They said about Rabbi Yechman Zakeh, who was Rabbi Lazar's Rebbe, the Miyam of He never was involved in idle chatter. He never walked four Amis without talking in Torah and without wearing his tefillin. No one ever got to the Besamejish before him. He was always the first one. He didn't sleep in the Besamejish, not a little bit of a nap and not a long sleep. And he never even thought about Torah in an alleyway, which is unclean, which one is not allowed to think in Torah. And he never left anyone in the Besamejish and walked out, he was always the last one in the base Majesh, and no one ever saw him sitting there and spacing out and doing nothing, they always saw him sitting and learning. No one ever opened the door for his Talmidim, except for him himself, he always opened the door for his Talmidim. And he never said anything that he did not hear from his Rebbe. He also never told his Talmidim, okay guys, time to get up and go home, he always let them sit and learn for as long as they wanted to. Except for Erev Pesach and Erev Yom Kippur, he would send them home. Erev Pesach, they need to do the Karm Pesach. And Erev Yom Kippur, they need to make sure they ate before the fast. And and so too, Rabbi Lezer, his Talmud, he had the same customs. He took these from his Rebbe. And once we're talking about Rabbi Yechem and Zakai, Ton Rabbanon, Shemayinim Talmidim Hayulayle Hila Zakin, Hila Zakin had 80 Talmidim. Shabenu. 30 of them were so great that they were fitting that they could have had the Shechin rest in them like Mayish Rabbeinu. And 30 of them were great, not as great, and Ruim they were fitting that they could have the sun stand for them like the sun stood for Yeshua Benun. And Esrim Benanim, there were 20 average ones, whatever average means over here. And Gadol Shebekulun, the greatest of all his Talmidim, was Yahidim son Ben Uziel. And Katan Shebekulun, the smallest of all his Talmidim, again, whatever small means, Rabbi Yechem and Zakai, that's Rabbi Yechem and Zakai. And Amr Alva, Rabbi Yechem and Zakai, they said about Rabbi Yechem and Zakai, Shaloi niach, he didn't leave, which means he had complete mastery over the following Mikra, Umishna, Psokim and Mishnayas, Gemara, this is referring to not our Gemara because Rabbi Yechem Zakai was a Tana and there wasn't Gemara in his days. This is actually referring to all the teachings of the previous Tanaim that were complicated and difficult to understand. He had complete mastery over that. Halachas. This is referring to Halachas Lamashim Sinai. Va'agades. And this is referring to all these different Majashim, such as Majestan Chuma and Bracious Rabbah and the like. Diktuke Taira, the precisions and exactness of the Taira, like when we have an extra letter, he knew all those Joshas. Diktuke Seifrim, and the precisions and exactness of the Seifrim of Alvachachamim. Kalim Vachamayrim. This is referring to all the different types of Kalvachimers that we have. Ugzerus Shavais and different Xerus Shavas. And to 
Kufa is different calculations having to do with astronomy. Gematria is different gematria with numbers. Sichas Malchia Sharis, the conversations of the Malchia Sharis, Vesichas Shadim, Sichas Dukalim. Rashi says he does not know what these are. Other Mufarshim explain that Sichas Shadim is different ways to write amulets and cameos, and Sichas Dukalim is different curative properties that palm trees have. Mishalis Kevsim, Mishalis Shualim, parables about launderers and foxes. These were different parables that were really Taichacha to Kla Yisrael. Davar Gadol, Vadavar Katan, he also knew a great thing and a small thing. Now, what is that? Davar Gadol, Maisam Rekava, this is referring to the Maisam Rekava, the heavenly vision that Yicheskel Navi saw, and Davar Katan, that's referring to Avayas, Dabai, Varava, all the different questions that we find throughout the Gemara that Abai and Rava ask. He knew the answer to all these questions. He had asked them and he answered them. They were forgotten along the way, and then Abai and Rava came along and asked them and answered them. Lakai Mashanemer, and this is actually in keeping to the Pasuk that says, Lahanchal Oeva Yesh, Vatrasayim Amale, to bequeath to those who love me, Yesh, something, and I shall fill their storage houses. However, the way that we understand this is that Hashem is going to bequeath great presence to the people that have their storage houses full of Tyra and learning. And now the Gemara mentions, Now that we see the lofty Madrega that even the smallest of Hillel's Talmidim was, for sure the greatest of the Talmidim, they said about Yonis and Uziel, who was the greatest Talmid, at the time that he was sitting and learning Tyra, any bird that flew over him, it got burned up automatically. That's because all the Malachim that are made out of fire, they came down to listen to his Tyra, and therefore when the bird passed through the Malachim, which were made out of fire, the bird is obviously going to burn up. And the Mishnah says, Someone who has his head and the majority of his body in his sukkah, but his table's inside his house. Beis says it's possible, and Beis says it's kosher. Now, Amr Lahem Beis Hillel Beis Beis told Beis Shammai, didn't we have the following story? That the elders of Beis Shammai went to go visit Rabbi Yechon Ben-Acharanis, and they found that he was sitting with his head and the majority of his body in his sukkah, and his table was in his house, and they never said anything to him. Clearly, it's okay. Amr Lahem Beis so Beis responded to Beis Hillel, Misham Raya, you're bringing a proof from there. Afim Amrulai, they did tell him something. They told him, Im if you really have this custom and you always have your table in your house, like Yamta Mitzvah Sukkah Miyamecha, you actually were never Mekayim, the Mitzvah of Sukkah. And now we have another halacha, Nasham Avad Muktana Paturim women, slaves, and children are Pater from being in a Sukkah. And Katan She'en Sarchal Imai Chayav Sukkah, a Katan that does not need his mother, he's Chayav to be in a Sukkah. And Maisa, there's a story, Vyalda Kalasa Shoshame Azakin, the daughter in law of Shame Azakin had a baby, Upichas Maziva, he removed some of the roofing from above her bed, Visike Chalgabe Amita, and he put Schach right on top of that Bishvil Katan because of this little baby that was born. And we're going to talk about this all in the Gemara. And now the Gemara asks Menon Himili, how do we know that women are Pater and Sukkah? To Tan Rabban, we have a Brisa. The Pasuk about Sukkah tells us Ezrach. It says, Call Ezrach be Yisrael, Yeshvibusukkahs. Any Ezrach, any resident in Yisrael has to be in Sukkahs. Ze Ezrach, that's referring to any resident, seemingly including women. However, the Pasuk really says, Ha Ezrach, we have this extra hey, Ha Ezrach, Lohaitiyaz Anashim, that excludes women, they do not have to be in a Sukkah. And the word call in the Pasuk is Larabas Saktanim, that's including even Katanim. Now, Amar Mayer, Ha Ezrach, Lohaitiyaz Anashim, this extra hey is coming to exclude women. The Gemara asks, Lememer, does that mean to say the Ezrach, Bein Nashim, Bein Gavri Mashma, that the word Ezrach without the hey implies that we're talking about both men and women, and therefore the hey can come along and say that we're excluding women? But Tani, we have a Brazil that teaches us the exact opposite. The Pasuk tells us, Ha Ezrach, Lerabes Ez Hanashim, Ha Ezrach, Yashachayavas Beinoi. This includes women that are residents, Jewish women, they're Chayav and Inoi, they're Chayav to keep all the Inoi of Yom Kippur. So Alma, we see from here that Ezrach Gavri Mashma, that just the plain word Ezrach is coming to only talk about men, and the extra hey is telling us men and women. So Amar Rabbi, he tells us, really and the Chachamim were Saimichet on a Pasuk, but we're not really learning from the Pasuk. So the Gemara asks, okay, hey Krav, hey Hilchasa, which one is the Pasuk that we're
we're actually learning from, Yem Kippur or Sokes, and which one is the Halach Lamaish Misinai, and the Pasuk is just a smach. And Vesu, furthermore, Kralamali Hachsalamali, what would I need a Pasuk for or a Halach Lamaish Misinai for when we're dealing with Sukkis? Hasukah Mitzvah Sashas Man Grama. Sukkis is a Mitzvah Sashas Man Grama, it's a time bound Mitzvah. Vachal Mitzvah Sashas Man Grama, Nashabaturas. And women are Pater from all Mitzvah Sashas Man Grama. So we don't need a Pasuk or a Halach Lamaish Misinai to tell us the women are not Chayv in Sukkah. And furthermore, Yem Kippurim, when we're dealing with Yem Kippur, Mid Rav Yehuda Marav Nafka, we can learn it from Rav Yehuda Marav. Dom Rav Yehuda Marav, Rav Yehuda said Bashem Rav, Vachain Tana Debe Rabbi Shmuel. We also have a breast that was taught in Bashem Meshav Rabbi Shmuel. Amar Kar, the Pasuk tells us, Isha Isha, man or woman. Chafchas on Bez on top, Hishva Kasav Isha, Leish, Lechal Anshin Shabatara. The Pasuk equates man and woman for all punishments in the Torah, meaning anytime we have a love, the Torah says, do not do this. So we say that a woman is Chayv in that also. So of course a woman is Chayv to keep Yom Kippur. What do we need a special drasha for when it comes to Yom Kippur? It's Amar Abai, he gives an answer, Lailam Sukkah Hilchsa. Really, it's Allah Lamash Misinai that women do not have to sit in a Sukkah. The Itzrech, and we still need this Halach Lamash Misinai. Sakadat Chamina, I would have thought, Teshvu Kain Taduru. The Pasuk says, Teshvu, you should dwell in your Sukkah, and this is the same way you dwell in your house. Madira Ishva Ishtai, just like man and woman live in house, Av Sukkah Ishva Ishtai, so too man and woman have to be in a Sukkah, which means that a woman would have to be in a Sukkah. Kamash Mulan, the Chiddush is, Halach Lamash Misinai, a woman does not need to be in a Sukkah. Now, Rav Amr, he gives a different answer. Itzrech, Sakadat Chamina, I would have thought, Yav Chamishas or Chamishas or Mechagamatas, I would have learned out 1515 from Pesach. Malalah Nashim Chayav is just like over there. Women are Chayav to eat matzah, even though it's a mitzvah seishas ma'grama. Avka Nashim Chayav is so too over here. Women are Chayav to sit in a sukkah, even though it's a mitzvah seishas ma'grama. Kamash Malan, that's why we have our Allah Chomash Misina to tell us the women are not Chayav in sukkah. And now the Gemara says, V'hashu da Amrit Sukkah Hilchsa. Now that we said that sukkah is Allah Chomash Misina, the women are not Chayav to be in sukkah. Kralamali, what do we need a Pasuk for? We had this Pasuk of Ha Ezrach, this extra hey told us the women are not Chayav to be in a sukkah. What do we need that for? We already have Allah Chomash Misina. The Gemara says, Rabbis is a gayrim. That's coming to include gayrim. A convert, he does have to be in a sukkah. I would have thought that the Pasuk tells us, Ha'ezrach be Yisrael, a Jewish Ezrach, Amrachmana. Vlesa gayrim, and not someone who's a gayr. Obviously, a gayr is a Jew, but he's not necessarily called Yisrael for this purpose. Kamash Malan, the Chiddush is that a gayr is Chayv in sukkah. And we continue explaining Yemek Purim and Rav Yehuda Marav Nafka. We had asked, why don't we just say that we learned that women are Chayv to keep Yom Kippur from Rav Yehuda B'Shem Rav because they're Chayv to keep all Avon in the Torah? The Gemara says, Over here, we're actually specifically discussing the additional part of Inui. We know that we have a chiv to add on a little bit before Yom Kippur and a little bit after Yom Kippur, that we still have to keep all the Inuim of Yom Kippur. I would have thought, Since the Torah already told us that this Tosefes Inui, this additional part of Yom Kippur, does not have any punishments or Azhara, meaning a person is not going to be over a lav if he's over the Inuim in these additional parts of Yom Kippur, the little bit before Yom Kippur and a little bit after Yom Kippur, they're only going to be over Naseh. So therefore, I would say that women are not chayv in this toisefes at all. Kamashma, the chiddush is the women are chayv in this toisefes, and that's what we have this word of ha'ezrach. But the way that we actually know that women are chayv in Yom Kippur itself, that's obviously from Rav Yehuda B'Shem Rav. And we had said previously in this brayso, Amar Meir Kol L'Rabbis Zaktanim. This word "kol" in the pasuk is coming to include children. As the Gemara Vatanan, we had said in our Mishnah, the women, slaves, and children are potter from sukkah. The Gemara answers like Kasha, no problem. This brayso is talking about a cotton that reached the age of Chinuch, whereas our Mishnah was talking about a cotton that has not reached the age of Chinuch yet. The Gemara asks, cotton shigil chinuch hu. A cotton that reached the age of Chinuch, he's only Chai Midrabanan. How do we have a Pasuk teaching us that it seems to be that he's Chai Midraisa? The Gemara answers, no problem, Midrabanan, he's only Chai Midrabanan. Vikras, Machtabamahu, and the Pasuk is just a smach. And we continue explaining our Mishnah, cotton shainitzarach limoy, a child that does not need his mother, so he's Chai in Sukkah. The Gemara asks, hey, chidami cotton shainitzarach limoy. What does that mean? We have a child who doesn't need his mother. Army the Bayrabiane, they send the base measure of Rabiane, call Shinifne, Vain Ima this child, he defecated, he made a bowel movement, and his mother doesn't have to clean him. He's able to clean himself.
himself, he's considered Now, Reb Shimon ben Lakashimer, he says, A child who wakes up from his sleep and he doesn't call out for his mother, he doesn't say, Mommy, so he's considered a Katan Shein Tzarech The Gemara asks, Even older children wake up in the middle of the night and they call for the mother. So how could you say that's considered a child Shein Tzarech He doesn't call for his mother at all. It's normal for a child to wake up and call for his mother even though he's still considered Ein Tzarech So the Gemara says, You're right. Ella, call It's a child who wakes up and he doesn't call for his mother repeatedly, Mommy, 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 until his mother comes. He's able to soothe himself back to sleep even after just calling for his mother once. That's considered a child Shein Tzarech and he would be in Sukkah. And we had said in the Mishnah, Shammai's daughter-in-law had a baby and he made a sukkah over her bed for her child. The Gemara asked, Maisa Listar, are we bringing a story to contradict that which we just said? We just said, if we have a child that's Tzarech and for sure a brand new baby is Tzarech he does not need to be in a sukkah. So why is there bringing a story showing that he needs to be in a sukkah? The Gemara says, really we're missing something and this is what should be taught. The Shammai Machmir, Shammai was very stringent. And The daughter-in-law of Shammai Azakin had a baby and he removed some of the roofing and he put on top of the bed for the child that's because he was strict however according to the letter of the law a child who is a little baby does not need to be in a sukkah and the Mishnah says the entire week of sukkah a person should make his sukkah keva that should be his permanent dwelling he should do everything in the sukkah and his house should just be the temporary dwelling let's say it starts raining when is he allowed to move back into his house from when the mikpah which is the poor or the oatmeal that he has from when it gets gross because of the rain. And Mashal Mashal, they said a parable about this. What's this comparable to? We have an evident servant. He comes to pour a cup for his master and he throws the pitcher in his face. Now we have a lot of pronouns over here. He throws it in his face and the Gemara is going to discuss who's throwing what in whose face. Now the Gemara tells us we have a brisa. All seven days. He should make his sukkah his main dwelling place and his house is only his temporary dwelling. How does he do so? Let's say he has beautiful vessels. He should bring them into the sukkah. He has beautiful tapestries and sheets and curtains and decorations. He should bring them into the sukkah. He should eat and drink and spend all of his time in the sukkah. How do we know this? We have a brisa. It says in the Pasuk, you shall dwell in your sukkah, just like you dwell in your house. From here they said, you should make your sukkah your main dwelling place. How do you do so? Let's say he has beautiful sukkah. He should bring them into the sukkah, matzah is nice, beautiful tapestries and curtains and whatnot, mal on the sukkah, he should bring them into the sukkah, he should eat, drink, and spend his time in the sukkah, and here's what's important, and he should learn in the sukkah as well. The Gemara asks, Aini, is that so? Rava. Rava says, if you're learning Chomish or Mishnayis, you should do that in the sukkah. When you're learning Gemara, which means when you're dealing with the challenging spars, you have to analyze, you have to think, you have to focus, you have to concentrate, you're allowed to do that outside the sukkah because it's difficult to concentrate in the sukkah when you're trying to learn difficult, challenging gemaras, when you need to have your analytical cap on, that's difficult, and therefore you do not have to do it in a sukkah because you could be considered mitzvah if you're in a sukkah. You're allowed to do it outside of a sukkah. And right now we're assuming that tanui and mishanin are the same thing. So the gemara says no. Like kasha, there's no problem. Hab megares, hab yune. One's talking about where you're reviewing. If you're reviewing gemara and it's easier for you, so then you have to do that in a sukkah. However, if you're doing eon, you're actually analyzing the gemara fresh. You're starting out brand new, and you really need to focus and concentrate. That you could do outside the sukkah. Just like Rav and Rav and Rav when they were in front of Rav Chizda, they were learning their they would run through the Gemara together just to chazer, just to make sure that they know it. And then afterwards,
afterwards, they would focus and they would analyze it with logic. So we see that there is these two different parts first running through it quickly. That should be done in the sukkah. However, when you focus and you analyze and you need to have your thinking cap on, that you could do outside the sukkah. And one more halacha, Amaravi tells us, money mishtiyav metalalta. You're allowed to have your drinking cups inside the sukkah. That's because they don't get gross when you drink them and it's not a lack of cover to the sukkah to have them inside. However, money michlabar metalalta. You have to take all of your eating vessels outside of the sukkah, such as your plate and fork and all the different things that you use to eat your food with because after you've already eaten, there's remnants of food left on it and that's not covered to have it in the sukkah so you should remove it right away from the sukkah. Chatzva, an earthenware jug meant for drawing out water. Vishachil, and a wooden pail. Bar metalalta, that should be outside the sukkah. Again, that's not covered for it to be inside the sukkah. However, vishraga, an earthenware lamp. Vimetalalta, that's allowed to be inside the sukkah. V'amrila, and some say, bar metalalta, that your earthenware lamp should be out of the sukkah. V'lay pligin, they're not arguing. Habasukah g'dayla, one's talking about where you have a large sukkah, so then you're allowed to leave this lamp inside the sukkah. Habasukah katana, however, if we're dealing with a small sukkah, it's the minimum shear, it's seven by seven, then you should not have this earthenware lamp inside because it's most and it's not covered to have it inside the sukkah. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with discussing what about when it rains when you're in your sukkah, when is it that you're allowed to leave, but for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.